Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money. And today we're bringing you a summer reboot episode Secrets to Save 1,000, 5,000, and even 10,000 bucks. This episode aired last year and it was one of our most popular episodes. So check it out again, get some of those tips. And I never want to hear you say the words again, but I don't know how to save money. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. All right, raise your hand high if you want to save some cash this year. I know I want to save some money and uh, hoping to bring you lots and lots and lots of tips, secrets to save, some things that I have used, some things that some of my clients and friends have used. And, you know, it's not hard to save $1,000 this year. I know that it may seem challenging, but there's a lot of these things that you can do where you can save, you know, $1,000, $2,000, $3,000 before you're even blinking, you're at $5,000. And if you um, do a few extra tweaks, you know, $10,000 is certainly within your realm. 
remember when we're talking about saving money, we're not just talking about, you know, money that you put in your bank account, right? We're talking about um, investing money. We're talking about growth on your money. We're talking all different ways. Those are all your money. So all that belongs to you, whether you can access it right at the second or not, it's all your money, right? So any way that we can save your money all the way around, that's what I like to do. So let's dive into $1,000. So I'm going to give you uh, kind of a few of my favorite, favorite, favorite tips here. But then I want you to go to the site, yourmillennialmoney.com backslash secrets to save. And you can download the whole entire list of ways that I suggest that you uh, check into to save this kind of money this year. So the first easy one, you guys have all heard of the 52-week money savings challenge, right? This is really easy to do. So how this works is you start with one week. So we're already a couple weeks into January. So what I would suggest is that you start back, you know, the first week of January and kind of catch yourself up to where you are now. Um, But if you're listening to this podcast later on in the year, just start then, you know, just start now and go 52 weeks from wherever you start, right? It doesn't exactly matter the date. But what you want to do is the first week you're going to save $1. Easy, right? Second week, $2. Third week, $3. Fourth week, $4. All the way up to the 52nd week, you're going to save $52 that week. And what's going to happen in the long run is you're going to save over $1,300. So just by using this really simple technique. Now, here are a few twists, okay? So if you make a fairly good income and um, you have a lot of money left at the end of the month, and you're already funding your 401k or your IRA, um, you're doing all of those sorts of things, maybe you can double this challenge, right? So instead of $1,300, maybe you can save $2,600. So it's really easy to take a multiple of this. Now, conversely, if you're struggling and you don't have a ton of money, maybe you cut this in half. Maybe you start out with 50 cents, right? And work your way up. So instead of $1,300, you're going to save, you know, $650 in a year. So this is just an idea to give you something, uh, an action plan, right? A roadmap to saving money. So adjust it however you need to for whatever situation you're in. But what I want you to do is I want you to calendar in every single week. I want you to set yourself an appointment where you remind yourself how much that week you're saving, okay? Now, you would naturally think, well, it's going to get harder the longer I go. And actually what happens is it gets easier, oddly enough, because you start finding ways in your daily budget, in your weekly budget, right, to save money. Maybe you cut out your latte. Um, You know, maybe you don't eat out. Or maybe you use a cool, like, happy hour finder app, right, and you eat out for half of what you would have eaten out before. So there's lots of different ways to go about this, um, but I guarantee you the longer you do this, the easier it's going to be and the more motivated you are going to be to find other ways to save money. Okay, next, negotiate, negotiate, negotiate. Oh my gosh, we are going to just talk and talk and talk about negotiation. Um, Go back and listen to the Art of Negotiation podcast if you haven't listened to that one. But two really easy things to negotiate are your cell phone bill and your cable bill. All you want to do is you're going to call up the carrier and you're going to say, 
Um, you know, I want to make sure I'm on the best price plan. I'm thinking about switching. Those are the key words there. And, you know, how can you help me save money on my bill? Because I really want to stay with you guys. So I do this quite frequently. And every time I do it, I keep thinking they're going to say to me like, uh, Shauna, we just talked to you like six months ago, but they never do. Um, so I just recently did this at the beginning of this year and saved over $25 a month on the phone bill, uh, because I was able to use a discount. So always ask if there are any discounts available. Um, if you belong to any clubs, any alumni discounts, anything like that, utilize that. And I was able to save over $85 a month on cable by uh, consolidating all of our cable and switching carriers. And they gave us a really awesome bonus. We had um, $300 in movie gift certificates that we could use for switching. So right there, it was way, way worth it. Okay, the next thing is the most expensive things in your budget are always your eating out, your entertainment, your grocery bill, and your gas. There's not a whole lot you can do about your gas. Your gas is your gas, right? Unless you start carpooling or taking public transportation, um, you pretty much have to pay that gas bill, okay? Um, there's lots of things you could do. Like if you don't have the Gas Buddy app, go ahead and download the Gas Buddy app. That's going to help you find the cheapest gas station uh, around you no matter where you are. I use that one all the time. But let's focus on groceries because that's usually the biggest offender, So what I want you to do is I want you to slash your grocery bill by 20% for this month, all right? So if you were spending $500, I want you to spend $100 less. I want you to spend $400. Whatever whatever you're spending in a month, I want you to slash it by 20%. You can use apps to shop better, um, always make a grocery list, plan ahead. And what I love to do is to do what I call multi-use shopping. So if I'm going to cook one dish, I'm going to figure out how to turn that into the leftovers into three other dishes. So there are tons of ways that you can save money on the grocery bill, but I want you to do this for one month. And I want you to see how that works for you. If it works for you, I want you to keep this up because if you can save $100 plus a month off your grocery bill, that right there is your $1,000 plus, all right? So super easy to do. It's just going to take a little effort and it doesn't mean that you're eating less. It doesn't, this doesn't mean you have to go on the cabbage diet or anything ridiculous like that. It just means you're being smarter with what you're spending. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. 
They release updates every two weeks, and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me, and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. Okay, for those of you that have a health savings account in HSA, um, I love, love, love those accounts. I want you to fund your HSA account because what happens is when you fund your HSA, you're able to deduct the amount that you put in your HSA off your taxes, which saves you money right there, okay? So it's kind of a double whammy for you. So if you have an HSA, use it, please. Okay, another good idea is to take everything off auto pay for one month. So iTunes, any on-demand movies, any subscriptions that you have, anything that auto-deducts from your checking account um, or, you know, goes on your credit card, just remove that. Go through the month, see what you actually use, okay? And then add back those things that really you only truly miss. So if you can't do without Netflix or if you really can't do without, um, you know, downloading a certain amount of iTunes, then add those things back. But I guarantee you, you're going to cut out a majority of those because you're going to say, I never use that. So it's ridiculous that I'm spending, you know, $10 a month here and $12 a month here and $20 a month here and all these sorts of things. 
for, uh, you know, stuff that you're not using. Also, another one, magazine subscriptions. Don't renew your magazine subscription unless you actually look at that magazine. Um, so many people get so many magazine subscriptions and then they just like automatically have them renewed through Amazon and they don't even read them. So that's a big no-no. All right. Okay, let's move on to $5,000. So actually in the 1000 category, if you do a lot of the suggestions that I have, and I have a whole ton more in the downloadable document, but if you do a lot of those, you can easily hit $5,000 without even blinking. That's really easy to do, but let's talk about 5000 Okay, so if you open a Roth IRA, if you qualify for one, and if you save $100 a week, um, you can max out your contribution for 2016, and you can earn interest on that money, of course, because it's invested, which could be potentially worth a lot more than $5,000. So again, if you have a, a decent income, you have a lot of savings left, and you qualify for the Roth IRA uh, guidelines in that document, I'm going to have um, the qualifications in there so you can check that out. Um, and you save $100 a week, you're going to hit that $5,000 max contribution in there. Plus, you're going to earn interest. So it's awesome, awesome way to hit that $5,000 mark. Another thing is you can set up an auto transfer of 5% of your salary each month to go automatically into your high-yield savings account. So your Capital One 360, your Ally Bank, American Express has got a good one. Whatever you're using for high-yield savings, auto set that up so it automatically transfers from your paycheck into your savings account. And again, just like the 52-week savings challenge, you're not going to notice it missing. But what you are going to notice is your savings account is going to start soaring. So it's an awesome way to do it because what most people do is they go through the whole month and they go, okay, do I have anything left to save? No, I don't have anything left to save. Okay, I'll save next month, right? But that's a bad thing because you're never going to save. I know how this works. I used to be you. I used to do this. But if you set up the auto pay, even if you can do less than 5%, so if you have to do 1%, or hey, if you can do more, if you can do 7% or 8% or whatever that number is, set it on auto. That's the best way to do this. Another way to hit that $5,000 mark is to create a debt payoff plan so that you can make sure you're paying off your credit cards most efficiently. And the ultimate goal is that you're saving a ton on interest that you would normally be paying over the year. I don't know if you've ever done it, but if you have credit card debt, I want you to look at each month what you're paying in interest fees on all of your credit card debt. It's going to be an astronomical number, all right? So you need to come up with the most efficient payoff plan. Uh, in the document on the website, um, I'm going to have the two different payoff plan ideas for how you can pay off debt. But a 0% balance transfer, if you have great credit and you can work this system properly, is going to save you a ton of money on interest. Some people are paying a couple hundred dollars a month, if not more, in interest. So if you can move everything to 0% and save that money each month, if you can save $250 each month, think how fast you can fund your emergency fund, how much you can get in your savings how much you can get in your IRA or Roth, you can really start um, supercharging things for yourself. Okay, the $10,000 mark. Well, 
to get to the $10,000 mark, you know, we can combine a bunch of different things that I've already talked about, um, lots of other things in my guide, you know, or you can do a few uh, interesting things. So I've talked a little bit about side hustles, what I call side hustles on this podcast. And that is something that millennials are uh, pros at the side hustle, right? So it's it's creating your own blog uh, that makes money. It's creating an Etsy store. Or a cool thing that I love is creating online courses. There's a great company called Teachable. And for a, a low fee each month, you can create your own online courses. So you can do lots of things. Maybe your side hustle, maybe you're great at... Um, uh, interior design, right? And so maybe you start offering interior design services to some of your friends. You've got to kind of think outside of the box when we're thinking about saving $10,000, right? We've got to think about kind of alternate ways to get to that. Another thing, simple, fund your 401k, your SEP IRA, fund them with 10 to 15% of your income. I know that this is going to take away some money from uh, your paycheck, of course, from your, your budget that you're going to be able to use. But what it does is it reduces your taxable income, plus you're earning interest in that, right? So your $10,000 that you invested, you know, may turn into 12 or 15 or, I, you know, I don't have a crystal ball, but it, the hope is that it will grow. And over the longevity, over the long uh, horizon of time that you have in there, uh, that money is going to start uh, doubling and tripling and quadrupling and be way more than the $10,000 that you initially put in. Lastly, Negotiation. We're back to negotiation. We're going to end here. So you can always negotiate for a salary increase. And I know a lot of people don't like to do this because they say, oh, well, I haven't had my annual review yet. And oh, I don't know. I don't know. But negotiating for a salary increase is a great way to get an extra 10K into savings. Um, my friend and fellow podcast listener, Jacqueline Twilly, she is an amazing uh, negotiation strategist for millennials. And she's got this really cool book called, uh, ebook called Negotiation Strategies for Millennial Women. And now, guys, you can also read this, so um, don't worry that it says it's for women. But women, we just we just inherently tend to be worse when it comes to negotiation. But negotiating for your salary is a great way to boost your savings. And a lot of times people are like fishing around in their budget and trying to find all these alternate ways, you know, to save money and to grow um, their income. But they're not thinking like, oh, hey, I haven't asked for, you know, a raise at work or, oh, I haven't, you know, gone out and maybe tried to find another job and leveraged that to earn more money at work. So hopefully uh, you go there, you read uh, Jacqueline's book, and it inspires you and gives you some uh, cool ideas to negotiate, to not be afraid. She's going to tell you what to say and how to say it so that you can get the most amount of money possible for the career that you're in. All right, I hope that you have so enjoyed hearing about these tips. My hope is that it has inspired you to come up with some creative ways for you to implement savings. It has inspired you to, you know, find things in uh, your spending habits where maybe you can save money and to get out there and just to be ruthless with us, all right? Because my whole goal is to get you a fully funded emergency fund by the end of this year. 
and to get you investing and to get you to really know your numbers so that you know how you can control your savings. So if you enjoyed this episode, please do us a favor, head on over to iTunes. The link is in your show notes and leave us a five-star review for the podcast so we can keep growing and bringing it to more and more people. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Shauna Game and hit me up on Instagram at millennial underscore money. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.